Hey everyone, and welcome to another exit interview of Wet Hot American Moon Juice Season 2. I am Wham James, and today I am talking with Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hi, James, and everyone in the world. How- Ooh, I, I love the ambition of the of the reach of our show. That's, you know. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, we're, we're probably already there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing uh, as December sort of... Uh, starts ticking by how how are you feeling versus like in november honestly pretty much the same so <laughs> if you all listen to my uh last author chat with kyle you would know that november didn't have much of an effect on me this year so yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoops a daisy <laughs> so you you had some issues sort of right off the bat with motivation and do do you feel how do you feel i guess about what you did get done um yeah pretty good like it's still i hadn't written that much in a month or really all year so i mean i still wrote twenty thousand words i didn't end up writing anything else after i talked to kyle like i said i was going to but i still got twenty thousand words I've been thinking, <laughs> thinking about it so much and like I plotted a lot of stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't feel like a huge sense of accomplishment like I did last year. Last year, really, it, it felt a lot different. Um, I just I don't know. I couldn't commit this year. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like a football player after a losing game. <laughs> What were you thinking out there, Tracy? You know, I just, we got to get back on that practice field and run some drills and like, you know. Uh, well, f- I know exactly what you did wrong and I will tell you uh, after you. the fact, you know, like a. <laughs> like a good interviewer. You're sitting, sitting in my chair being like, ah, yeah, should have written yeah. more. <laughs> you know what, what, what helped your cause a little bit if you sat down and wrote some words. <laughs> I could have been a writer, but I blew up my knee in college. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, now so, I got to be a lousy football player. <laughs> I, I, I was going to be a writer, but then my knee got better, like better than normal. So I have to be a, a football player. Ugh. I just run all the time now. Oh, God. Fate sometimes it's just really, really cruel. <laughs> I hate just running, but I'm so, so good money. at it. <laughs> All right. So what would you say was like the most challenging or hardest part? And I guess I want you to not be like that. I didn't write like (laughs) like when when you were writing or when you were. okay. like what was the what was sort of a low point to start off like in the actual writing Um, during during the during the actual writing slash. Yeah, it's always a bummer to like miss out on a an intention and stuff like that. That's that's always a a bummer. But Um, in terms of the process. Yeah. Which is kind of like the writing actually wasn't too bad. Like that felt okay when I actually sat down to write like it went pretty well. I guess the biggest challenge, though, was that I went into the month thinking I had this plot line and these ideas that I wanted to do. And then I started Mm. actually working on it and I'm like, this needs to be beefed up a lot more. I need a lot more Mm. here before I really feel like I can write anything. And then I think it was like this 
weird feedback loop or self-fulfilling prophecy where I'm like, I don't have enough stuff to sit down and write anything. Um, But then if I'm not writing anything, I'm not filling anything out. So it was like I was too afraid to write anything that would be a waste or to figure things out while I wrote it. So I think that's uh, that was a challenge of just like writing things without editing them or, you know, having a super solid plan. Does that make you want to try pantsing? See, I'm usually, which is so weird, like I'm usually a pantser. Like for the way I've approached NaNoWriMo and like writing longer. Yeah. Like if I have the idea for a novel, like I've plotted one other one this year, kind of. Um, But like it's completely different than how I do a short story. Like a short story, I sit down and I just I'm I'm like totally fine with writing and just figuring out where it goes. I don't feel the need to plan anything. Then with a novel, I mean, because there's so much more going on. But it's like I lose that ability to just kind of let go and write things. Right. Right. So I need to stop. Or like approach the way I think about novels differently. I don't know. Do you think that this would have gone differently if you had out, had sort of uh, outlined sort of like 10, 5,000 word short stories or something? Yeah. I, like now that you say that, it makes me want to write each chapter as a short story. Yeah. You know, to just think about it differently. So maybe I will try that because I do still want to finish this one i don't know what the time i did say december yeah i I just i don't think that's gonna happen (laughs) like now today i was just like i think i should just quit everything i'm doing until the beginning of next year so yeah i mean yeah the thing is like sometimes it doesn't feel that way but you you know the time between like now and the beginning of the year, it's really not, is not very long. That's, I mean, that's a, a deserved break that you, it's not, you're not, it's not like you're going to get to January and be like, yeah. I'm too far behind. My life is <laughs> behind me now and I can't. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I read, did you ever read Olive Kitteridge? No. There, it was a Pulitzer uh, that I read uh, two years ago, I think, or maybe this, mm-hmm. maybe this summer. So like two years ago, but only on the same calendar. Um, And it was a, it was short stories, but it was um, all sort of with uh, the same thrust. It was like, this is from this person's perspective. And then Olive Kitteridge would be like, make an appearance in their short story. And like, she would have like a little bit of an interaction or sometimes larger interaction or whatever. So you got the feeling that it was sort of, a general thrust towards her plotline moving forward, but through the lens of all these different characters and story arcs and, and situations and stuff. It was really cool. That's really interesting and neat. Yeah. Well, what were, what would you say were like the high point? What was like a highlight or a, a bright spot when you think back on your writing? I think so. Um, one that wasn't necessarily writing, but Morgan and I, sat down and talked about her stories one night and that was really helpful like we talked about a lot of stuff where it felt cool to like work on someone else's story for a little yeah. bit or not like work on but think about and talk about and you know yeah. try to navigate through some things which was really yeah. cool and then doing the same thing and having someone else's feedback and say, this is what I'm thinking. You know, what yeah. do you think? Is that enough really? Cause part of me was like, I don't know if I have like enough of a motivation or an antagonist mm. or whatever. 
Um, so that was like a really motivational time to figure um, that stuff out. Um, yeah. Let's see. Well, writing I did. Um, I talked about this a little bit. So there was that Monday where I got 5,000 words. It's going to go down in, in history because <laughs> I can't stop talking about it because it's my one very successful day. <laughs> uh, I feel like your evening with, with Morgan is another like historians will talk yeah. <laughs> about the, the, the replotting of 2020. The meeting of the minds. Yes. <laughs> um, but that was a good day for writing, like where it really, it felt good to write and like one of the things I think I wrote that day that helped me get so many words was just a narrative of like the mm. history of the antagonist so just like mm. this is what happens in her life um which was fun to write yeah it feels like you have I don't even know that I count this as as not being successful at nano I think it's sort of like you redefine the terms of how long yeah. it's gonna take like it <laughs> You're still stoked about the writing, it sounds like. It's just that you want to sort of draw out the pace a little bit, which I think is healthy. Yeah, Like right. It, it's like I, at this point, I'm just too burnt out on this year yeah. and everything to commit to a full month. So I yeah. like double applaud everybody who could and could focus for four weeks because <laughs> I hit my limit <laughs> within two. So, right. But I mean, that's well, OK. I'm not like putting myself down or anything like yeah. I feel fine with what I did. And I really don't have like a like, oh, man, such a failure. Didn't meet this arbitrary goal that I wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just like, oh, next year, buddies. So I think knowing knowing your limits and 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 sort of observing yeah. them and also following them is really really healthy. Yeah. And also, I mean, I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to run back the tape, but I feel like you wrote more than any of the rest of the Wham Juice people. Maybe Kyle is the is the other contender for that. But like in terms of this year, I feel like you've written a lot. Oh, in general, I was like, yeah, like since, everybody since else last wrote I know. <laughs> 20,000 but I, that's what i'm saying it's like you wrote 20,000 this month but over yeah. the course of the year since nano ended i feel like you've written far more than yeah more than i, mean, I that, have that in recent like years a, yeah um actually I'm talking about direct competition with our peers like i think you win oh. i think for <laughs> I, I think i'm someone... trying to pit you against everyone so like uh, and i lean just into the i'm hostility. vehemently rejecting it <laughs> Um, actually on WordPress, it does have like our word count, which is interesting. Yeah. So it's cumulative. And I think we're close to 50,000 total between the two of us. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, I, I feel like Nano is teaching me a lot, whether I finish it or not. And, yeah. um, it helps with the months that aren't Nano. So. Exactly. Yeah. And like a lot of authors do like big book, book of short stories, big book, book of poems. Like, I, yeah. I think that's totally totally cool right. so it doesn't have to be just one work i'm working on this one thing and then mm -hmm. if i don't work on it it's like i've given it up right i'm not a writer or, anymore yeah you know. exactly like or yeah i think that's i think that's healthy and i think that's that's a good way to keep yourself sort mm -hmm. of interested in the in the the craft of it is right. sort of being like i am not feeling this tower quest or whatever you decide to call it um right. You can have Tower Quest if you want. Just don't. I mean, it's okay, fine. It's thank fine. you. Um, I'll put it in the bank. I'll write it on my chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Tower Quest? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> but if if you're like, I want to write a realistic fiction 
yeah. story because I'm feeling that right now. I think that's healthy and I think that's good to not be like, no, it has to be this. Right. Like it's, it's better. You're going to feel better and have better flow if you allow yourself to write what you want to write. Yeah. And so I think that's, it's good to have multiple irons in the fire. Yeah. So I think I, that's good. I think my only thing is that personally I have an issue with myself where I start projects and then I just mm. never finish them and I'll get halfway through. I'll be excited about it. And I have a really hard time just completing things like in general. Right. So it's just, yeah. it feels like it's almost like it's just another thing I started and didn't finish. So that's right. something, you know, I'm dealing with. I'm fine, but it, it is like just another one of those things. Um, sure. So that yeah. Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. I think the blog helps that, though, because it's like I start something, I have to put something out and then it's done. So that's like the first time I really feel like I finished a lot of things because yeah, I can't think of another creative endeavor I've really finished, finished. So do you, do you feel do you, I mean, like, do you not feel like the podcast you did before was a finished work or do you feel like? No, it wasn't. A conversation where we were like okay we finished we're done with this it was uh tracy have an episode to edit and then it didn't get edited and right. we just kind of like that stalled us for a while and then we were both kind of like okay well i guess we're done so yeah okay yeah but i mean i still that still feels pretty successful to me like we had 35 episodes and yeah you know that was a lot of writing um, I mean, each episode was like nine pages of writing between the two of us. So, Oof. yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that's 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 huge. Um, I do feel yeah. like podcasting as a whole, though, is a success. Like it's something I've stuck with for a, for a few years now um, and I've learned more about it and all that jazz. So, yeah, absolutely. Do you and Kyle have like, all right, Tracy, you're up. You have to re- you have to publish something on x day like is there a stipulation there yeah so how we had it yeah that's cool yeah (laughs) accent is strong over here um (laughs) yes james we did um oh great we haven't for a few months now but we are in talks uh so yeah we'll be it's just one of those things too where it's like we both procrastinate a little bit too much Mm. and then like I guess I can't really speak for Kyle, but for me, it's um like, okay, I got to sit down and write. And then I don't get like, I don't actually do it until like Friday night. You know, the idea is that we have it. So we post on Sunday. So like by the Saturday before or a few days earlier, allowing time for the other person to read through and edit and then right. do some back and forth and stuff, which also has been a really great learning experience. Yeah. But yeah, so then we would be posting every other week and I just wouldn't start it until really late. And then I'd get really excited about what I was working on. And then that's when I would really crunch and spend a lot of time working on it. But it was always like right. I put it off not necessarily dreading it, but like, oh, I don't have the energy right now. But then once I right. get to it, I'd be super excited to work on it. So it's like one of those things where I just need to find the discipline to sit down, schedule time, work on something and not yeah. have to rush because that's I mean, every time I rush on something, it sucks. Well, not the product mm. sucks, but I mean, like it it's a crappy feeling. It sucks for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was just like, that's that's going to be my goal for next year is dedicating time to things I really want to get done. 
which I feel like is a muscle I've been working on. So yeah, that's very good. That's we'll very, see. very healthy. That's good. Yeah. Does it answer the question that you asked that I don't remember what it was? I'm not really sure, but probably I would imagine. <laughs> I, <hope so>. <laughs> <laughs> I think I asked what a highlight was and I think that we, I think that you answered it beautifully. Okay. Good. Um, Oh, and I was asked, I think I asked what, what's the deal with, with the last space that, that, yeah, you absolutely did. Um, I guess I want to ask, do you, I guess I want to ask is a weird thing to say. Cause it's like, no one's holding a gun yeah. to my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. Um, is, is it a problem of you get stoked about writing something and you write until like you drop basically and then later you're like, I want to go back to this, but I don't have the energy I had when I was writing it. Yeah, it's like, is that, is that the situation? This has always been the problem with podcast editing, too, because I have a really hard time splitting things into chunks. So like mm-hmm. all of college, it's I sit down. And so when I'm looking at doing a task, like editing a podcast, I'm like, OK, this is going to take three hours. And then my head, I need to have three hours set aside so I can sit down and just do that. Like it's a hyper fixation thing. And then once I start, it's usually not that bad, but it's just I have a really hard time chunking things and breaking things down into smaller steps. So then the first step looks like a lot because it's the whole thing. And then I don't start on something. Right. You're getting a real fun tour through uh, Tracy's no, psyche I, I love and how this. things this is, work. This is fantastic. I was I was just going to say, like, I mean, you actually answered what I was about to say, which was, I wonder if it would be a useful tool to be stoked about something and then stop before you got all the cool ideas you had out. Mm-hmm. So that then you have something that you're stoked about writing to come back to. So it calls to you more. Right. I I wish... Right. It worked right. that if you way. Have a tr- if you have trouble chunking, then then right. clearly that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, it's like forgetting about things. I'm cleaning my office and I'm like, holy shit, I forgot half the stuff I owned or I put something <laughs> away. And yeah, it's just. Yeah, th- this this might be a more personal thing. We'll see how it comes out. That, OK. Um, but I went to try to get diagnosed for ADHD. Not. Okay. But like I'm like, there's I can't focus I forget everything like I'm already on depression medication I'm like I see people that I know talking about their symptoms of ADHD and I'm like I have a lot of them and the guy I talked to the doctor he was just like um well you weren't disruptive in your youth and you don't seem to have problems at work so and I'm like okay but I'm having problems, so I came and saw a doctor. Right. I was having problems at work when I was teaching. I just managed to pull things off at the, like, just because I didn't professionally get, you know, in trouble doesn't mean that my everyday experience wasn't a struggle. So it's like. (laughs) You're punished for having good coping mechanisms, Tracy. (laughs) Right. Like, how dare you, after nearly 27 years, figure out your life to a certain point? I'm like, do you want to see my freaking house? (laughs) <laughs> Jesus yeah. I mean, Christ. It's 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 ridiculous because if you've made it this long before getting a diagnosis, mm-hmm. it means that you've been doing something right that has masked it. Yeah. You were good enough in school at at realizing what your weaknesses were that you could do the thing and ha- and have it not be a thing. Um so I think that's a ridiculous yeah. thing to to say my so. mental health used to be a lot worse where I spent mm. a lot of time 
trying to self-diagnose because I also didn't know how to go to the hospital and be Mm -hmm. like, hey, my brain's being wacky and I don't know how to cope (laughs) with my life anymore. And I didn't know how to talk to my parents about it and I still don't. Um, Did I? Yeah, right. And... uh, So, I don't know how to talk to your parents about my mental health either, and it's just really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, they they really they asked me to tell you to stop calling because they don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's going to send me into a spiral. I am going to ignore that so I don't feel wow. rejection. We do have the same coping mechanisms, don't we? <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I so it's I I don't even know how to get back to talking yeah. about writing, but I think it it's. Just tough. I could ask another question, probably. Yeah, ask ask me a question. Is there a thing that you wrote that you're particularly jazzed about? Like something that like you think about the work that you wrote this month and you're like the shining beacon in terms of what I actually created and produced and wrote is this. The tower in the distance, I guess, what I'm asking you to look for. (laughs) Very good. Uh, let me think it's a for a Tracy second. Ref. <laughs> sure, you can make pop culture references, but can you make your friends' culture references? <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a uh, a couple parts where, um, like, walking in circles and orbiting is like a theme. Nice. And then I picked up on that and I put it in another section and I really liked how I described that and kind of called back to it. It's a small thing, but it was like, Hey, it's kind of, it's fun. And maybe I can weave this in later and make it have a deeper meaning. I love that. That's awesome. So yeah, that's not little, that's huge. You, (laughs) the big circles. If, if, if you listener go back and listen to Morgan and my episode for week five, if you have enough of a of a thing that you've written that you can see a theme and repeat it, mm-hmm. you, that's a huge thing. That's gigantic. So like, Perfect. you should feel very good about it. So, and walking around in circles is absolutely a thing that. I mean, I don't know if you're. I don't know where you're coming from about like if your motivation for writing is like fears or anxieties or just coming up with cool stuff or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I think walking around in circles is a very sort of big theme to explore. Right, obsessive. Yeah, feel yeah. like you're going no, like not making any progress. All this stuff, like oof, <laughs> oof. <laughs> oh. So, anyways, okay. all right, bye, Tracy. <laughs> yep, cool. I'm gonna have a vulnerability hangover after this one. <laughs> um, okay. But no, I think. I mean, I think it's important to talk about the struggles. Yeah, and absolutely. The mental health things and absolutely. all that, even though. It's hard. It's hard. It's absolutely hard. And and yeah. there's a whole bunch of people out there that think that like the the path of least resistance is the way to help you. Like, I oh, don't worry about it. You're just whatever. And it's like, that's not helpful. And like, right. It's just, it's frustrating that it's like, I don't want to have to convince you. Like, just believe yeah. me and then we'll figure it out. And then if you're like, this is the deal, here's this and this and this. Mm hmm. Like, bring some data, not just like, well, yeah, you were good in school, so I guess it's nothing. Right. And the thing with that doctor, too, is like, I'm like, he's like, well, we can do some testing, but I don't usually do that unless I think someone, 
you know, is showing signs just from talking to them. And so I'm just like, okay, well now I feel like shit. And like the questions he asked, like it just, it makes it, they're, you know, very personal questions. It was like an hour long conversation. And, um, so I'm like, well, whatever, I'll do whatever my insurance will cover. And then they called back and they're like, okay, like your your, the, your insurance will cover this behavior test that's going to take like four hours yeah and the place is like an hour away too and stuff and i'm like okay um and i didn't schedule an appointment because that guy made me feel like such shit like i felt so stupid after talking to him i'm like oh god he's right i've been faking it this whole time like kind of thing and it just it's it's i've not had good doctors i guess a dual diagnosis i guess the first part is fuck that guy i think is yeah, a pretty strong. I'm getting a strong reading based on your symptoms of fuck right. him, and yeah. uh, I mean, like, definitely get a second opinion. I think that it's like it's like if I may bring another anxiety-inducing November thing. It's like voter, <laughs> voter fraud or like rigging the election. Why would like oh, why yeah. would you why would you do it in the way that where we almost don't win? Right. Like, why would you make your your symptoms? Why would you make them up so that they were something you weren't sure about? Like, right. <laughs> if you were making up symptoms, wouldn't you be like, I see giant unicorns all the time. Give me meds. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me microdose meth, please. <laughs> uh, no, what my problems are that I've made up are subtle because I'm going for more of a lo-fi sort of indie film thing. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. When you go in and they're asking you these questions, like, my defense wall goes up. I'm like, got to pretend like I'm fine, (laughs) you know? So it's like, then it's even harder. And, like, you're not putting me in any sort of ease. I know he was just a professional doing his job. And he would have done the test and stuff. But I just, I yeah. I think in that he was getting paid, he was a professional. I don't know that I would agree that he was doing his job. (laughs) It's like that. uh, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say I had a different doctor, too, who uh, she was like, well, you wouldn't be sad if you would just look in the mirror and smile more. Why do you have such sad eyes? Start. She's like, you're not supposed to be happy all the time. I'm like, ma'am. She starts singing, turn around. Like every now and then (laughs) we have like an insane dupe. I'm like, wow, you were right. (laughs) All of my problems have been solved. (laughs) I'm still depressed, but I'm going to go record something. So I'll see you later. Yeah. (laughs) Podcasting is my (laughs) antidepressant because I can't get (laughs) search really. I my my therapist that I'm seeing now basically the her paperwork was basically big uh blank like like tell me about this. Yeah. And I was just in a place of like all right, here comes the floodgates. Wah! And just like oh, good. full, you know, the full James parenthetical aside tangent exclamation point. <laughs> Whatever because I was like there's no reason for me to not do that here and the blankness of that cap of like the box the text box right was so much better than other i I felt other paperwork that was like have you ever such and such yes or no have you ever such and i'm like right my i'm not a binary here so uh but like even just the language i used and how i thought about it and what i presented and how i presented it she i got on the call she's like so i was looking over your paperwork and first of all great job on doing a great job and i was like thank you (laughs) She's like, it was a you lot. could tell I, I like, needed to yeah. hear that. <laughs> but she was like, I think based on this X, Y, Z. And I was like, great. This is a great start that you came like, no to me with like, this is I think it's this. 
Yeah. You know what he should have done? I don't think it's this, but I think it's this. Don't just be like, no. It it was basically, you need better strategies at organizing your life. I was like, thank you. I'm aware. That's why I'm here. This is what I'm trying to do. This (laughs) is, is, you were a strategy. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Like, you're not, you're not even suggesting strategies. Like, figure it out, lady. Like, okay, well. <laughs> My current doctor is much better. Good. She, uh, put, she, she's almost too excited to get me on stuff. She's like, well, you know, if that's not working, we can just call me and you tell me and we'll double it. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, frank discussions about mental health. Yeah, exactly. That's our Patreon bonus content. Um, yeah. Drugs with Tracy and James. Um, well, I guess then the question, you've sort of already said it, but you're planning on doing nano next year? Yes. Okay. I, I think at this point I have to. Or mm. I'm personally going to feel left out. I see. Yeah. Like, I Peer feel like I'd be leaving myself huge. out. Yeah. 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 It's not even from you, people. Oh, no, it's no, no, just, no. I want to be part of it. Yeah, no. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like a passive yeah. peer pressure. Like. Right. The intense FOMO I would feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, well, good. I'm glad to hear that you, that you are going to, you aren't feeling discouraged about about this year it sounds like you're have take it sounds to me Tracy like you're taking this in a very incredibly healthy standpoint I hope so I do a lot of thinking yeah. all the time uh-huh. so I feel like I grow every year as a human and this is just another growing experience for what, me so what a great attitude <laughs> really what a great trying. thing to end on thanks except for this hey Tracy where can uh, people find you on the <laughs> internet <laughs> You can find me at Adil Swarlock. Cool. And James, where are you? Oh, well, I'm in Virginia. No, but you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at Unabashed James. It's my favorite joke. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, love, I love doing the easy ones. Um, yep. So, well, I will talk to you later on the myriad podcast we do together but uh, as far as uh, Wham Juice goes great job season 2 finale that's a wrap on Tracy and we'll talk to you later thank you James and thank you everyone in the world Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network all of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the scavengers network if you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Aaron And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no-holds-barred f*** Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts.